One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shlemiel. Shlemazel. Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated. <laughs> I will never get that right. No. Um, I just want you to picture me walking down the streets of Milwaukee and or Minneapolis. No, Mary Tyler Moore was Minneapolis. So this is not Minneapolis. I just want you to picture me walking down the street of some Midwestern city mm-hmm. saying that over and over again correctly enunciated. I can see and it. That will be your summary of my weekend watching <laughs> Laverne and Shirley with my mom. Love it. (laughs) Also, hello and welcome back. This is So It's a Show, a podcast where we attempt to keep up with Lorelai and Rory's pop culture references. I am Taylor. And I am Kyla. It's so good to be back. We accidentally took a long break. Yeah. Uh, Remember at the end of another episode when we were like, We're going to have bonus episodes. We're going to have reruns. And (laughs) I think it was just the 2020 of it all sort of broke us. Yeah. Or at least me. I can't speak for you. Yeah. It just, there's just a lot going on. And I mean, holidays too. So it was a nice time. Just kind of time off. So nothing, nothing crazy happened to us personally. But just, yeah, the 2020 of it all. I was just an exhausted little person, and it had almost nothing to do with the podcast (laughs) that I was exhausted. In fact, it had nothing to do with the podcast. I was just tired. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I feel you there. So it's good to be back. We're back for our normal episodes. So uh, Mm -hmm. hope you didn't miss us too much. We missed you. (laughs) Yeah. And we missed each other. And we missed each other. Mm -hmm. It's good to be back. Yeah, we love it. Season five. Can't believe that we're here. I know. Who knew? Who knew? This is crazy. And because we're in our fifth season, I mean, Mm -hmm. Rory's officially finished her first year of college. Luke and Lorelai are embarking upon their big romantic adventure. Mm -hmm. It felt like the only way we could celebrate this milestone was inviting our moms. Yeah, I mean, Gilmore Girls is about mother and daughter, and so we love having them on. So they join us, they're going to join us Mm -hmm. in a bit, to talk about Laverne Shirley, and, well, because they were uh, there when it was airing. Mm -hmm. But, first of all, the Gilmore Girls episode we're covering, episode 501, Say Goodbye to Daisy Miller. Yes, it is, and this first aired... On September 21st, 2004. And the IMDb plot summary is, Tension is still thick between Rory and Lorelai over Dean. Because don't forget, Rory and Dean hooked up. So Mm -hmm. sad. Mm -hmm. So Rory seeks out Lane's perspective and decides to talk to Dean, which leads to more trouble. Lorelai (laughs) and Luke clarify their new relationship, while Emily announces she and Richard have separated she and Rory decide to head to Europe to escape their problems. That works out perfectly and fixes everything. <laughs> yes. But if I had the option to escape my problems by going to Europe, that is a thing I would do. Uh, yeah, definitely. That I, Why not? <laughs> However, the main plot thread we are 
pulling a reference from today is the Luke and Lorelai storyline and the sub-sea level plot of Kirk being embarrassed <laughs> around Lulu after his night terrors. Yes. And when he comes back in the inn after getting a lot of thorns in his behind, he has this conversation with Luke, Lorelai, and Suki. Oh, oh my God. We need to take him upstairs. Lulu can't see me like this. But Kirk... Lulu can't see me like this! Okay, she won't. I promise. Can I take a look? Okay. I don't want to take a look. Well, I'm not looking. Hey! It's a party! What's everybody doing up? Oh, hey, good timing, Squiggy. I was just going to check on my loaves, make sure they're rising properly. There's a little more humid than I thought it was going to be, and if the loaves aren't rising properly, then what are you doing? I need you to look at Kirk's butt. Why? Well, because he ran into some rose bushes and he's got some thorns stuck in it, and I thought of you. Me? Why me? Well, because you're a chef. What? And you have a kid. Yes, that's better. You have a kid. Neither of us has kids. Well, she, she does, but it's big, and, and, and you can look at her own butt. I love this, as you said, see plots of <laughs> a couple episodes, right? It comes up. Uh, oh my goodness, Kirk. Yeah. However, Squiggy? What? I, yeah, I had no idea who that was. Well, let me tell you, the only reason I knew who it was was because I recorded an episode about Happy Days with my mom in season two. And the fact that that episode is at all relevant to this episode, I learned uh, after we decided on this episode, because I didn't even know they were connected. <laughs> so that's where I was at. Well, that's interesting, because at one point you pretended to have edited our episode about Happy Days, but, you know... I just Who's forgot that little that little part. <laughs> okay, I I edited that episode thoroughly. <laughs> just forgot detail. <laughs> but I learned about Squiggy and so much more thanks to our moms. Mm -hmm. And uh, here's our conversation we had with Kathy, my mom, and Starla, Taylor's mom. So thank you, moms, for joining us. This is my mom, Kathy. Say hello. Hello. And this is my mom, Starla. Hi there. Yay. And we know that you guys have been on here before, but never all four of us together. Mm -hmm. This is like everyone's meeting up now, finally. It's kind Over of like when all the Avengers came together in <laughs> one movie. We'd all been separate, and now we're together. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. we are superheroes, aren't we? Yes. Moms to, are to superheroes. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. There's a reason why I brought you guys on, because you guys were actually living and breathing <laughs> when the show was on the air. Way back. <laughs> Way back. Well, and as people will know, our faithful listeners will know, back in season two, my mom and I talked about Happy Days, which was her selection. Yes. Because she loved Happy Days. And when we got to this reference and saw Laverne and Shirley was coming up for a discussion, I already knew you loved Laverne and Shirley because of that mm -hmm. episode. And then Kyla mentioned that her mom loved Laverne and Shirley. And we thought, what better way to kick off our fifth season than to make this a mother-daughter affair? Happy to help. Yep. I do remember that show. <laughs> 
I, I thought you might. So Taylor, you want to kind of share, give us one of your pro overviews and then we'll dig into why we love it a little more. Sure, sure. Well, sorry, moms, this is not for you because you probably know all of this already. But for those of you who are not familiar, Laverne and Shirley was an American sitcom that ran from 1976 to 1983. So that was eight seasons, 178 episodes. It was a spinoff of Happy Days, which means one of my all-time favorites, Gary Marshall, was one of the creators and producers. (laughs) And it starred Penny Marshall, Cindy Williams, David L. Lander, Eddie Mecca, Michael McKean, Phil Foster, and Betty Garrett. Notably, during its second season, it was the most popular television show in America. And you know I love my guest stars. So they had a <laughs> lot of high-profile people that guest starred on the show, including Vicki Lawrence, whom we've talked about before, Jay Leno, Angelica Houston, Carrie Fisher... Mark Harmon, Fabian, Ted Danson, Art Garfunkel, wow. Carol Kane, Jeff Goldblum. I mean, I'm skipping over a bunch of names even as I'm reading because there were so many of them. And some of the most fun guest stars that Mom, you and I watched together recently include Henry Winkler, a.k.a. The Fonz, and hey. <laughs> Ron Howard and Anson Williams, a.k.a. Richie and Potsy, because this was a spinoff of Happy Days. And Laverne and Shirley were originally featured as a double date with the Fonz and Richie on an episode of Happy Days. And they were such a big hit that the studio requested that they try and come up with their own show for Laverne and Shirley. And then Laverne and Shirley ended up becoming more popular than Happy Days for a time. Nice. And we did talk about this in our Happy Days episode, but as a refresher, other spinoffs of Happy Days included Joni Loves Chachi, Mork and Mindy, which I know you watched, Mom. I did. And then there were a few that you said you weren't as familiar with, right? Out of the Blue and Blansky's Beauties. That rings no bell for me. Mom, do you know any of those? No. Well, Mork and Mindy, Nanu Nanu, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The The others I don't. Okay. I don't know any of them, so. (laughs) So, yeah, that's a quick overview of Laverne and Shirley, and I'm sure our moms knew pretty much all of that, but unfortunately, not everyone is as intelligent as our moms. (laughs) It was the Tuesday evening lineup, as I recall. So it was first happy days at like 7 o'clock, and then Laverne and Shirley at 7.30, so Those were the days when you had to be home at those times on that night to be able to catch your favorite shows Mm -hmm. or miss them until they came out on reruns like the second half of the year. Okay. And you kind of didn't know when that would be, right? Or what order they would air in for reruns or? Uh, Boy, it seems like they probably ran in the same order, but they started in the fall and ran their season. And then when the season was over... Mm -hmm. Think maybe they just started them over again, mm-hmm. but uh, I think so. Check your TV guide <laughs> to find out what episode it was. This show like stuck out to me when Taylor and I were talking about covering it, and I knew I had to talk to you, Mom, because this was a show that you told me a lot about growing up because you and your best friend would watch it together. Yes, and I was born and raised in New York on Long Island. And so I talked 
in those days, a little bit like Laverne. <laughs> and she was much more like Shirley. And so we could see ourselves in there too. And I was single, working, and it was nice to have a show about single women that were working and enjoying life. Yeah. And was this, did this show come before or after or during Mary Tyler Moore? I think this would have been concurrent because it started yeah. in 1976. So I think Mary Tyler Moore, was that 1970? I think that was already on air. for a Yeah, yeah that, that would be my guess. Yeah, yes. I recall. I would agree. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So this was kind of like a time where they were letting working women <laughs> take mm-hmm. the lead on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, yeah, I wanted to ask you, Mom, who was if who was like Shirley and who was like Laverne between you and Dell. And I actually kind of thought that maybe you were like Shirley in the way she acted, and that Dell like even more goofy than you would have been more like Laverne. So I'm surprised that you connected to Laverne. Well, I think the New York accent had something okay. to do with that <laughs> for sure, and just the physical comedy was more me mm, okay. than Dell. Oh, and the fact that you have giant C's crocheted on, or uh, <laughs> all of your clothing, right? Of course, of course. <laughs> and do you drink milk with Pepsi? Because no. that blew my mind uh-huh. when that showed up in an episode we watched. But I knew, I mean, that was very much known that that was what she drank. And Did you ever try it? So gross to me. You know, I don't remember ever trying it. Which I did drink Pepsi, but I don't remember ever trying it. That just didn't make the grade for me. And I read that that was her drink in real life, too. That she did it once by accident. Like, she didn't clean her glass after drinking milk. She put Pepsi (laughs) in it, and then it became an ongoing thing she liked to drink, which seems so gross to me. It does, but I wonder if it was a bit like a root beer float, a Pepsi float. Oh. Oh. You know, if it kind of had um, some kind of similar quality to that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to make good. And I can remember people drinking Pepsi floats, too. Mm-hmm. So that, that would be a lot alike. Putting ice cream in your Pepsi makes sense to me, though. That's sugar with sugar. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't appeal to me. And I, I like <laughs> Pepsi. I like a Coke. but And I like milk. But not together. Yeah. yeah. So, Mom, did you crochet your sweaters with any big letters? I did not. Um, I'm trying to remember if that was a fad at the time. I don't remember it being a, a big one, but um, it certainly was the icon for Laverne. Mm-hmm. Do you? And when I thought of that show, I don't know, Starlet, did you think that I sort of thought it was being recorded in a previous era to what we were actually living in? Yeah, I think I thought it was the 50s, 50s yeah. like yeah. days, and we're not that old. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so the big L's and the initials, kind of like the poodle skirts, it was before our time. Hmm. So that's why we didn't follow those fashion yeah. statements from Laverne and Shirley. Follow the show, you know, as a kind mm-hmm. of a, a pop culture fad, but... Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you identified either with Shirley or Laverne more than the other? You know, that's interesting to think about. I think I enjoyed Laverne because she was so funny <laughs> and such um, a comic, but probably personality-wise, you would probably agree I'm more like Shirley. I'm... I mean, I don't know if comic would be the first word I would choose to describe you. You make me laugh sometimes, but... <laughs> I'm usually not trying to be funny those times. <laughs> I'm not asking you to get up on stage and do a stand-up routine. No, but my personality, I'm probably more the common sense. Yeah. Um, like everything predictable in a, you know, ducks in a row kind of girl. Um, whereas Laverne would have been more spontaneous and... Um, carefree then I mm-hmm. maybe I maybe that was my alter ego that I wanted <laughs> to be more carefree and spontaneous it doesn't work very well for me <laughs> well in one episode we watched uh I think it was called fake out at the stakeout in season one Laverne agreed to do a stakeout to help a cop she had a crush on mm-hmm. and put herself <laughs> in harm's way um by like setting up to um trying to entice a purse snatcher and it was Shirley was the one who was like this is a really dumb idea you shouldn't Mm -hmm. do this I feel like you're much more in the category of like let's think through this is this a good idea yeah I'm wise that's it (laughs) wise and um, cautious yeah yeah always err on the side of safety yeah (laughs) well we need those people and then we need the other people to help us have fun (laughs) yeah and mom, it's funny because I said that I thought maybe you were more like Shirley. And I, I guess watching the show, like, I thought Shirley was funny, too. I mean, she was being goofy, too. But because I know you as my mother, <laughs> like, I don't know what you were doing when you were in your <laughs> 20s and didn't have, a, you know, a bunch of kiddos running around. Well, I, I probably, listening to Starla, I probably am more like Shirley. But if I'm in a... A play setting or in a, a group where I'm trying to have fun, <laughs> I can be the Laverne <laughs> and do comedic parts and that kind of thing. So maybe I too want to be more like Laverne than I really am in real life. But if I decide to cut loose and I'm with the right people, then I can be a Laverne. I will tell you guys, we went on a trip recently with me and my mom and other mothers and daughters that we've known for many years. And my mom was Laverne. That was (laughs) awesome. (laughs) And Taylor, I noticed, you know, we, we've mentioned this before, but we try to name our notes, funny titles. Yeah. But your title for your notes was Laverne and Taylor. So mine, I had to be Kyla and Shirley. So (laughs) do you think that you're Shirley and I'm Laverne? Uh, Candidly, I did not think about it that in depth. I sort of just picked one. And knowing you, I had a feeling you would probably do the other one of (laughs) note. Then when we got to the outline, um, we also usually try to give it a funny name in our Google Docs. And I couldn't think of anything super innovative. So I just made it Squoutline to be like squiggy. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. But I, we could probably do a toss-up on who's Laverne and Shirley. I feel like we're both sensible people who like to have fun. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I don't think either of us is particularly wild. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like you keep us very, you keep us on track sometimes and I keep us on track other times. So mm-hmm. we're there for each other. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. I go on way too many deep dives on episodes Angela Lansbury has guessed it. <laughs> you know, I love well, you about Angela. To. You have to. <laughs> Think about this. Not okay. Think about it. You're an adult woman. You shouldn't be afraid to drive. What? What? You afraid the whole neighborhood's gonna hear? Maybe I ought to shout it out to the whole neighborhood. Then you get embarrassed enough, and you might at least try to drive. You would. I would. I would. You would. You think I will? wondering about is this trend of spinoff shows mm-hmm. Frasier was a spinoff of cheers 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 yeah. thank you and laverne and shirley and apparently a bunch of other shows spun off of happy days was this like the thing to do because do we see this very often now well mary tyler moore had spinoffs Rhoda. Rhoda. oh uh-huh um I'm trying to remember. I, I, It doesn't seem that uncommon to me for that time period. And I can't say I will. There, goodness, there's so many outlets for shows these days that I can't possibly keep up with them <laughs> to know whether there yeah. are any similarities yeah, to us. I feel like so much of today's pop culture is like, we're going to tap into existing things people already know, like the Marvel movies or Star Wars. Right. Like they have TV shows now, but they're not like spin offs of the movies as much as they are like, oh, we're just like diving back into these comic books or like, I guess the Star Wars shows are spin offs of the movies, but it's like they're just using the world. Yeah. As opposed to the characters. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Laverne and Shirley were two characters that were a hit, so they made their own show for them. I don't know. I can't really think of as many modern shows that do that. That's a great question, Kyla. Well, they have those. I'm not real familiar with them, but isn't it? It's a detective. It's L.A. Oh, there are a lot of you're right. Like the oh, yeah. shows. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, there are so many of those. Yeah, there are a lot of those. And I guess there's also like that... I've never watched them, but like Chicago PD, Chicago Med, Chicago, what's the other one? Law? I have no idea. And so again, they're kind of like using that, like the same formula of crime, investigation, figure Mm -hmm. it out. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like trying to flip through our old TV shows that we've talked about because you're right. There are so many we've already talked about that ended up with spinoffs. And I'm just now that there you're... was for MASH, there was Trapper John MD. Oh, yeah. That was a spinoff. And was that uh, how did they spin off of the original show? In MASH, he was one of the doctors in the Korean War. And then now the Korean War is over and he's back in the States and he's a doctor. So that's okay. really the, the common link there. So again, it's the character that was one of the characters was taken and given their own show. Right. Hmm. And I know there was a spinoff from Grey's Anatomy. One oh, of the doctors yeah. got her own show. So that's the most recent one I can think of today. But yeah, it seems like we mostly take the worlds today as and not the characters. And a few decades ago, they were taking the characters and giving yeah. them their own show. Mm-hmm. But maybe we're just not giving enough credit to the innovation of the Happy Days cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> The people who planned that, really, maybe that's what the Marvel people are basing their movie threads on. Maybe. I think you're right. Have you guys checked out WandaVision yet? I did. I watched a couple episodes, and I was actually telling you about them, Mom, because I was thinking it was funny how they spoofed I Love Lucy and, oh, I Dream of Jeannie. That's another Mm -hmm. show we've talked about, Mm -hmm. and we talked about I Love Lucy on our show so i felt like it was kind of a nice nod to those um but they are superheroes and getting into shenanigans that way yeah yeah wandavision was cool but won't give any spoilers it just came out (laughs) i don't even know how you would but (laughs) yeah i guess i i know nothing from those two episodes Um, well, speaking of episodes, what episodes did you guys watch to refresh on laverne and shirley well, I found I wasn't they were hard to find. I know you said the same thing, Taylor. Yeah. So um, I think I watched the first two episodes of the show for sure. What I watched was one where they're going to a fancy dinner party. We watched and, that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Fonz shows up. Right. And to be honest, I didn't know that this was a spinoff of Happy Days. So <laughs> originally, and then I caught on, you know, before, right before I started watching, I figured that out. But so he was on. And then another one where, oh, and of course, they don't fit in with the high society life and the dresses that they wore there. Mm-hmm. Their friends had actually stolen Squiggy and someone else had Lenny. stolen. <laughs> um, and they were owned by some of the high society people who were there. Hold it, hold it. I'll leave the room for a minute. It looks like you're rumbling here. Your friends happen to be wearing stolen gowns. Their friends don't steal. There is a good explanation for this, huh? Hey, come here, girls. Now, where did you get these dresses? We rented them. All right, you hear that? They rented them. You rented them? Yes, Squiggy said he got it from his uncle's wax museum. Girls, you are in big trouble. Oh, we didn't know those things stole them on us. Oh, we're very sorry. Uh, We'll return the dresses. Uh, From behind bars. Call the police. Then I watched the second one, and they were having a bachelor party at the pizza parlor where Laverne worked, and Shirley was very against it. And Shirley ended up coming out of the cake. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, we saw a preview for that or 
I think it was on the same disc because we only found them at the library. That was the only place. And it was like, we had to drive a little, like I had to drive a little bit to go to the library that they were at. (laughs) But remember, they had a kind of stay tuned for next week when you're right. And they had little clips that that said, you'll have to jump out of a cake, but we didn't watch that episode. (laughs) Okay. Well, she jumped out of the cake and her, boyfriend although they seem Laverne and Shirley seem unattached but then they also have kind of consistent guys in their lives mm-hmm. so uh, he came and took her out of the cake and gave her a coat so a little odd that she went from being against the bachelor party to being willing to help Laverne out <laughs> and come out of the cake <laughs> mom do you remember either of those episodes or what like what are some scenes no, that you remember I, I watched I, I, you know, I don't remember any specific episodes. Of course, the theme song. I remember that. And it was just, I listened to the words again of the theme song when I was watching an episode. And it's just was really positive. You know, we're going to make it and we're going to get, realize our dreams. And so it's just kind of an uplifting, happy thing. And then Mm -hmm. I saw an episode where, Carmine is uh, going to get a part in a play, maybe, and he's auditioning. So he first a dog bites a hole in his pants, and Laverne sews <laughs> up the hole, and here she sews it up by putting the L, her L, <laughs> on the seat of his pants. So of course he doesn't know it. And then he's practicing with the with a woman that may get the lead part. And they're practicing the act, and Shirley walks in on it at the uh, place where they'd always go to eat. And so then she dumps food in Carmine's lap, and then (laughs) he tries out for this part. And at the end of the show, then Shirley walks in, and he's saying some of the lines to Laverne, and so she slaps Carmine. (laughs) So it's that physical comedy that just, you know, kept going through the whole show. Mm But I don't remember any specific episodes. I remember when they would get, where they got hung on the coat tree hooks that were on the wall. And, and they're, somebody picks them up and puts them on these coat tree hooks. And they're just <laughs> stranded there. And they do all kinds of antics with their legs and trying to get <laughs> off the coat tree hooks. Uh, I feel like that's really easy to picture. The two of them like that. I feel like maybe it was in the theme song or in the opening credits, one of them, in some of the episodes we watched where they're hanging off the wall. Because we watched them season one and season two episodes. And they definitely played up the physical comedy. There was that one episode, they end up at a bridal shower and Uh Laverne ends up, does she actually fist fight with one of the married ladies there who's making fun of her for being single? Or does she just throw her fox fur into the punch bowl? It seemed like they had some bruises or something <laughs> at the end, but um, she was definitely the the tomboy. I'll just mm-hmm. beat you up if you if I don't like what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, she's a great dancer because we watched an episode where Richie and Patsy were in it. Mm-hmm. They go on a double date with them, and there's a dance contest. That was a fun one. Uh huh. Because Richie didn't know the dance, <laughs> and she was kind of coaching him to tell him what to do. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was actually—I wonder how many takes that took. But. Yeah, because it actually—if you didn't 
no, you would think they're both great dancers, but really he's just standing there and she's doing everything. <laughs> and there were some big moves. I mean, doing yeah. flips over his back and uh-huh. it wasn't uh-huh. just like doing a two-step, mm-hmm. which I can't do very well either, but, um, but, but that was a fun episode. Yeah. And I guess in all of those, it seems like physical comedy, right? Like I kept noticing that. So you just have to watch to really get like the full picture, I feel like, of the show. Yeah. And I think Kathy referenced this a little earlier, maybe, but Laverne's facial expressions (laughs) were priceless um, because she could just do her eyes a certain way or her mouth a certain way and make you laugh. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was a really fun show. The two of them together had great chemistry. And this is one, like, you know, I've ended up watching, I'm maybe in the fourth season of Mary Tyler Moore right now. I go on and off whenever I need something that makes me laugh. But like, that's mm-hmm. when I continued to watch because I love the Mary Rhoda friendship dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I could totally, if this were more available, see myself finding Laverne and Shirley again and just being like, oh, this is a feel good show. But like we said, like, couldn't find it on TV it's not streaming anywhere. Like you could basically just have to buy the DVDs, I think, or get them at your library. And it definitely <laughs> made me laugh again. Yeah. And, you know, I had not seen it in decades, but it definitely made me laugh again, mm-hmm. which I think is the main reason I watched it to begin with. It was just fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although there was that one episode, I thought it was interesting. If you remember, Taylor, the episode with the dry cleaner from Germany. And he, oh, yeah. He delivers the clothes. Well, it turns out he's an immigrant or, uh-huh. and he, he loses his job. And they, they kind of make a serious point on the order of, should we give him a handout or a hand up? And Laverne, who's normally the comic, but she's the one really struggling with this thinking if I just give him some money, then what's he going to do when he runs out of the money? And she eventually goes out and helps him get a job Yeah, at a new place. So I, I thought it was just interesting because it's not uncommon these days to have social commentary mm-hmm. on even a comedy show, but it, it had a very different tone to it. It was just kind of making a think about this statement in a lighthearted way, but without shaming, without, you know, the, the tension that I, I tend to feel when television shows are trying to address, like that's more, I feel like today it would be more of an agenda. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. on that particular episode, it was just kind of saying, eh, this is something to think about, but and we're not going to shove it down your throat or, you know, just, just think about it. And it, fit naturally with the characters too because Laverne said something like well do you remember this one time someone did this for me it was just a handout and I felt so embarrassed and Mm -hmm. I didn't have like anything past that to help me out and so it came from that part of her character of her own experience right yeah you didn't see much of that on that show though that's for sure (laughs) it was primarily just for fun Kicks and grin, make you laugh. Mm -hmm. And I miss that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Laverne Mm -hmm. trying to learn to drive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That slapstick quality, I guess, that we're we're just here to have fun. And 
And we did. Yeah. But maybe it's because you're helping teach someone to drive. That episode was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) What I do is I recreate the entire car for you right here. This is your wheel. And this is your gear shift. You want me to shift the banana? Just don't, don't interrupt me, please. Now, you see the little numbers here with the arrows pointing? Well, that's first, second, and third. Now, we get to reverse later on. Okay. Now, you see this corn? This corn is your clutch. And you step down on the corn to change gears. Right. Step on corn to change banana. Right. Now, you see these beans? These beans are your brake. Now, you hit the beans when you want to stop. Now, you see the peaches? The peaches are your gas. Now, you punch down on the peaches when you want more gas. Shouldn't we use the beans for gas? So we haven't really talked much about Squiggy, which is who uh, is referenced on Gilmore Girls in this episode that we're basing this on. So what do you guys remember about Squiggy? The ultimate pain-in-the-neck weirdo. (laughs) You've got to be kidding me. But yet, there are those people out there. Mm-hmm. Rather, so, um, I, I think the word squirrely, maybe because it sounds like squeaky, but <laughs> that comes to mind. You know, he's just the outside the box, annoying, but you can't help but kind of like him uh, mm-hmm. character. And both of both Lenny and Squiggy, Lenny, I, I don't know if one's the sidekick of the other or if they're just a team, but they both have very distinct voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Like fingernails yeah. on a chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mom, you def- definitely uh, didn't. He wasn't endearing to you. It's just no, annoying. <laughs> but yet at the same time, sometimes you would just feel sorry for him. You know, and mm-hmm. then you'd be like, oh, you know, I shouldn't be thinking he's such a nimnot but then (laughs) sometimes you just want to say you've got to be kidding me what a dumb thing to say or do (laughs) but uh then they they would sometimes in the show make you feel sorry for him most of the ones we watched we didn't feel too sorry for them they were just they were stealing dresses and saying they were from a wax museum but really they stole them uh, mm-hmm. What else? When the guy from the the German immigrant from the <laughs> dry cleaner faints in the apartment, they are useless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they mostly seemed dumb to me. <laughs> they were just dunces. Not a whole lot, you know, going on between accurate. those two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mom, I. We had to have another discussion as we were watching. What in the heck does the theme song, Schlemiel, Schlemazel, uh, what was the next part? Pfeffer, 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 Incorporated. Incorporated or something. (laughs) I saw where that came from. Do you know the answer? Well, we had to look it up. So you, but you fill in with what you know and we'll see if there's, if it matches with what we Well, it's only from what I looked up too. But it said that that was a Yiddish song that Laverne knew as a child. It was phrases from a Yiddish song that her mom had sung to her. Hmm. Yes. That's what we saw, too. And, <laughs> Mom, you found an article where it said, A schlemiel is an inept, clumsy person, and a schlemazel is a very unlucky person. 
So there's a Yiddish saying that translates um, to how you would explain these, which is a shlemiel is somebody who often spills his soup and the shlemazel is the person it lands on. (laughs) (laughs) And I think Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall said this was a hopscotch rhyme they knew growing up. Uh, Hmm. Well, that's cool that they put some of their own memories into this show, like makes it more just feel like it was important to them. And the only thing I knew about Laverne and Shirley from you before we watched it together was that opening rhyme and that they did a funny walk at Mm -hmm. the start of the episode. Well, yeah, as soon as I asked mom, as soon as I asked you to come on this, you, what was the first thing you said? Shamil, Shamazel, off in Pfeffer Incorporated. (laughs) (laughs) And when Taylor asked me if I would watch the show, my, I just started singing the theme song. It's funny how that came back so quickly. The theme song is very boppy. It's very mm-hmm. catchy. By the end of our episodes, I was starting to like hum along with it. Another catchy theme song. Yeah. Add to our knowledge base. <laughs> Definitely. Ooh. Another thing modern TV shows do not do well theme songs. You're right. Just, Except Gilmore Girls, but that's well, yeah. not so modern anymore. But um, but when I think back to Sunday, Monday, happy days, Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days, and mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Yeah. Of course, there's always Downton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I don't even watch Downton, and I know what the theme song is for that. Aha. Uh-huh. So that is a good point. Although you guys are the real experts, our moms. And um, Kathy, you named your dog Downton, correct? Correct. <laughs> wow. Super fan. And, and the cage that we have for him, the kennel, is his abbey. <laughs> ah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. That was a great series. Yes. So... I know as soon as I saw, of course, that Gary Marshall uh, produced this, directed it, I don't know what his exact title was. All um, of the above. Yeah, all of the above. Um, of course, yes, Taylor, you love so many things that he made. But then I didn't realize that Penny, of course, Penny Marshall plays Laverne as his sister, but she went on to direct some pretty impressive movies of her own. Yeah. Like, she directed Big. I didn't like that movie. But it was the first film directed by a woman to gross over $100 million, so I appreciate that. Cool. And then A League of Their Own in 92, which I haven't seen, but I, like, know what it is about. Oh, and I can that's like, a great see. movie. I really love that. Okay, yeah, I want to see I it. It's been, I think I have, but a long time ago. It's a great baseball movie. I watched as many movies, or as I can say about many movies since lockdown started. (laughs) I have watched that in the last year. Yeah. Um, But then the last one that stood out to me, and of course my mom will, it'll stand out to her, is The Preacher's Wife with Denzel Washington and Whitney Houston. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful movie. We just watched that on New Year's Eve until we got too tired and had to go to bed. Oh, it was the music, yeah. the story, everything. It's it's excellent. Yeah, so that was directed by Laverne. Mm. Way to yeah. go. And it is not slapstick comedy. 
No, no. it is not. Although Denzel yeah. Washington was a very funny dancer. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But it kind of made me think of like Sean Gunn and James Gunn, because Sean Gunn, who plays Kirk in Gilmore Girls, and then his brother James Gunn is a big time director and mm-hmm. Sean Gunn ends up uh, showing up in a lot of his movies. So Gary, it seems like put Penny in a lot of his things until, but very quickly she was like, okay, thanks. Now I'm going to do my own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Gary Marshall's daughter, Kathleen Marshall also has been in, was in almost all of his movies. So oh, yeah. she is Charlotte in the princess diaries among other characters. She's the queen's secretary. Is that her title? Mm, assistant I, I remember um I don't maybe it was around the time Gary Marshall died but I remember reading something saying that he wanted his movie sets to feel like places where your family could come be with you at work and so he you know he worked with Goldie Hawn and then he also worked with Kate Hudson down the road her daughter and so he had stories about how Kate Hudson as a little girl was on set with them making Overboard in the 80s and then he went on to direct Kate Hudson in Raising Helen and so it was a family affair for him I think the movies yeah and I mean he uses a lot of the same actors in his movies like I just watched Runaway Bride and that had so many of the same characters who were in Princess Diaries oh yeah or so many of the same actors so good yeah classics Well, um, I have to give a shout out to my mom because she found something 45 times Lenny and Squiggy had perfect timing. And we will share this in our Tumblr too. That keeps running. They'll be coming through here like termites. Hello. (laughs) Anything could crawl in right off the street. (laughs) Hello. Come on, Bobby. We're going to miss those creepy monsters. Hello. Most dancing puppet acts are just a couple of dummies on strings. Hello. Oh, what are you going to do next? Sell them our garbage or other smelly leftovers? Huh? Hello. Ah, uh, the apartment's crawling with grime and grease. Hello. The only thing we're missing is the manger and all the little furry beasts. Hello. Anyone who would get in the ring with Carmine is going to look like the biggest fool in the world. Hello. <laughs> So you get the idea. (laughs) So it seems like Squiggy was there every time they had something negative to say. Yeah, or they were expecting something negative or somebody bad to walk through the door. Uh Then came Lenny and Squiggy and Squiggy saying, hello. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's funny. And yeah, I mean, I even noticed that. I I noticed Squiggy coming in and just... At, at odd random times and moments and so yeah that's awesome and and amazing how people could just walk into their apartment <laughs> you know, that happens over and over that they're just there lenny squiggy even carmine yeah they never learned to lock their door I they did not just a classic sitcom trope though that nobody's doors are ever locked i mean in full house that's a joke where it's like it's always open just come in <laughs> but you and i rewatched the episode of gilmore girls that this is in today and i'm really glad you found this mashup collection of all these squiggy moments because you and i both kind of scratched our heads yeah, at you, it. you we got to the part in the episode 
where the reference was. And I think I looked at you and said, what did that even mean? Or, <laughs> yeah, what was the reference to Squiggy? Because all they said was, thank you, Squiggy. Yeah. But I couldn't see how it tied in. Right. Yeah, I wasn't sure until looking at it now. And as obnoxious as Squiggy was, he really did make the show. I mean, Squiggy and Lenny <laughs> definitely added to the show. Mm-hmm. There's no two ways about it. And I believe I read that they were, or at least one of them, if not both of them, were writers for the show. Mm-hmm. And then they asked permission to put their character in. And they said, yeah, we'll see how it works. And it worked. Yeah, clearly. They are kind of a funny compliment to Laverne and Shirley, who are um, more level-headed. Even Laverne is more level-headed than Lenny and Squiggy. Mm-hmm. And I do not think Suki is on the level of Lenny and Squiggy, but I think Lorelai is the more level-headed of the two of them, if you yeah. want to make the comparison. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And Laverne and Shirley, for all their craziness... You love them both the whole time. Whereas Lenny and Squiggy. (laughs) Yeah. You just want to slap them some of the time. Yeah. Like Laverne and Shirley's antics are more situational. It just kind of happens. And then, but Lenny and Squiggy, they could use some assistance in just life. (laughs) But like really had a little more dimension to their characters too, where Squiggy were pretty one dimensional flat characters. Yes. Yeah. So overall Suki is not like Squiggy in that moment, the way she walked into a very odd situation of Kirk having a night terror and being naked and (laughs) having thorns thorns in his butt. butt. Yeah. Yeah, that was a very Laverne Shirley moment, I would say. Yeah. And also, uh, we only watched a couple episodes. Or, I mean, you've watched many more than I have, It's Mom. been a long time, though. But it seems like Lenny and Squiggy kind of showed up to solve problems for Laverne and Shirley. I mean, they were supposed to get them dresses, or they were supposed to get them dates. Now, sometimes they create more problems mm-hmm. when they do that. But it does seem like they showed up at the front door just at the time Laverne and Shirley needed help finding something. Yeah, now the ep- the episode I watched, uh, Squiggy shows up and decides he's going to be Carmine's uh, manager, and just throws himself into that part. Somehow Carmine lets him do it, even though he obviously knows nothing about what he's <laughs> doing. But um, they just always find an opportunity when they show up. They sure make the most of it every time. <laughs> yeah. I do. I did remember, but then I also saw it when I was reading up a little bit today that um, after the show, I guess Shirley left when she got married and then pregnant, and mm-hmm. uh, she they wanted to her to film on her due date, and <laughs> she didn't want to. I can't imagine why. But, <laughs> so they left. They parted on bad terms although when they were working on the show it was good but then they parted on bad terms but then what i read said that that they got brought together and i don't remember the year but ariana grande brought them together on a um oh revival show uh, where they want to look back on old shows Mm -hmm. and then they renewed their friendship 
and hmm. we're friends again. Hmm. And I do remember hearing about their relationship not being good after hmm. the show. That's too bad. I'm glad it was good during, though, because yes. that would have been difficult. Yeah. And I'm glad they were able to renew their friendship, because if it was Ariana Grande, that had to be pretty recent. Yeah. Uh, yes. She is not that old. <laughs> right. So, um, and I know Penny Marshall passed away a few years ago, I want to yes. say. I don't know if Cindy Williams is still with us, but I know Penny Marshall has passed away. Well, and Cindy Williams, she had a couple of bright moments with Laverne and Shirley and American Graffiti, but it seems like she didn't do a whole lot mm -hmm. after that. Um, that was kind of interesting to me because those were two very successful mm -hmm. things. Um, and I don't really have anything else to say about Laverne and Shirley, but a comment you made about Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall and what it must have been, have been like okay. to grow up in a home, you know, did they just have fun all the time with yeah. all the talent between the two of them? And I don't know, did, did you say there was another Marshall? I mean, his daughter is also an actress now. I'm sure there are more. I, oh, wait, we found that they had another Marshall who was a producer on Laverne and right, Shirley. Right, I, I saw it in the credits. Yeah. So what, what would it have been <laughs> like to grow up in a home with that much zany talent yeah. And fun, loving talent. Yeah. I think they probably either had parents who were very like, let them just explore and do their own creative thing or their parents were very strict and this was their very fun rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks moms. Our pleasure. Thank My you. pleasure. Yeah, you're very welcome. <laughs> so Taylor. So Kyla. That's our show. That's our show. Ooh. Thank you again to our moms for coming on. Thank you guys for joining us again. We will be back in two weeks with a fresh new episode. Yes. Back on the regular sketch. Uh, and you can find us at all the places, as always. So it's a show on Twitter. So it's a show podcast.tumblr.com. So it's a show at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Tell us all the things. Send us all your thoughts. Yeah. Until next time, here's a teaser for our next step. Europe. Cool. What? So what is this, a Henry James novel? The young lady acts up and her family ships her off to Europe? Oh, come on. How fast did you tell Grandma that I had nothing to do this summer? I'm not shipping you off. Oh, please. I'm not. I'm just... Okay. I don't... Maybe I am. Ha! Huh. I wasn't planning on it, but maybe somewhere in the back of my mind I just... Thought. Say goodbye to Daisy Miller. Okay, fine. So maybe I suggested the trip to give you some time to... Travel back to the turn of the century? Let me show you one thing before showgirls, okay? What? Home movies from my trip with Grandma. You have home movies? Here's in fine form. The Signora distinctly wrote, South rooms with a view, and close together instead of which she's given us North rooms without a view and a long way apart. Yeah, she gets very British when she's abroad. Oh, yes. Hurry and get dressed, dear, or we'll miss our dinner on top of everything else. And you look very innocent and pretty. It was a great view. I don't know what she was talking about. not at all what we were led to expect. I thought we were going to see the Arno. The Signora distinctly wrote, South rooms with a view, and close together instead of which she's given...